At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Thursday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here. Boy, South, Park, South, South Point is just packed. It is packed yeah. on a Thursday here, 11 o'clock local time. It's just cool to see, but sometimes, Amal, it can, like, it can be tough to find a, a spot. Yeah, in, in a short amount of time because everybody's here. Yeah, no question about it. All of Las Vegas is here at the South Point as well they should. Josh Applebaum is going to join us later on this hour. We'll ship up to Boston with Josh, get his thoughts, see where the steam's coming before Thursday Night Football. And then it's always great to have Mike Pritchard join us each and every Thursday. We'll talk NFL with Pritch as well. I can't wait to get Pritch's thoughts on what's going to happen tonight potentially in Los Angeles. And that is the Raiders are coming to town tonight on Thursday Night Football. They're leaving Las Vegas, going to L.A. I feel like it still might be a home game for the Raiders tonight. But really, the story of the game could be who the starting quarterback is. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, Kelly, I'm surprised uh, Dave didn't go with leaving Las Vegas, Cheryl Crow. That's a great song. <laughs> I thought Tuesday, you were going to go Tuesday Night Las Music Vegas, Club. Nicholas Cage. Great. Oh, that's a movie. You know, you're kind of a, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a, a song reference guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do have some movies in there, but... Uh, Blackjack on a Saturday night. Come on. It's a great song. Uh, listen, I, I'm looking forward to the midget in there. I love the Raiders in this spot against them. You know what the thing is? He's got four games to prove if he's worthy of being in the league. McVay's got a reputation yeah. of being an offensive guru. If he can't succeed with Baker Mayfield, then it's going to probably fall on Baker. Uh, but I'm just a little bit surprised by this signing by the Rams. Uh, what are you trying to do here? What's the goal here? To get seven wins, trying to improve your 
potential Hall of Fame credentials? I mean, what's going on here? I think what's happening is something you and I talked about uh, when Kelly was keeping us abreast of the waiver wire. And it happened just before we got off the air. Was it on Tuesday? I mm-hmm. believe on yeah. Tuesday's show. And we, we theorized then. And remember, I told you guys, the Rams at 6-1, to one, that was the number to pick up Baker Mayfield. And yeah. I thought it was playable because my theory was it was this only. Not that it's Baker Mayfield and let's see if we can make him taller. That's not going to happen. It was less needs out of options, right? They don't have draft capital for the Rams. They've salvaged that for Matty Stafford's and Jalen Ramsey's. They don't have money. That went to the Aaron Donald contracts, the Jalen Ramsey contracts, the, the Bradford contracts, right? They have, they've done that. And look, I'm not saying – I saw some people on Twitter say, well, the Rams really lost in all those acquis- you know, transactions. I'm like, no, they didn't. They won the Super Bowl last year. Les Need yeah. pushed everything in the middle of the table and said, I'm going to go win a Super Bowl. It worked. Now you have to pick up the pieces, average white band. So if you have to pick up the pieces now with this team, this is what you got. You got to kick the tires on Baker Mayfields of the world at Well, then you what, don't buy what, the car sometimes, Dave. There's certain cars you don't buy if they're used and Baker Mayfield's one of them. You don't kick but you don't what other tires are you going to kick? Josh Johnson's? Listen, just keep just keep AAA on the phone. Be ready to call for roadside <laughs> assistance. That's what you got to do sometimes. I would say this, I'm in uh, full agreement that by the way that the line has ticked up a skosh here to six and a half or six most of the week. There are some sevens out there. If you really like the Rams and if Baker Mayfield starts, that's because John Wolford's got, a, I believe, a neck situation. So we don't know if he's going to be able to give it a go. So they were really in dire straits this week. Another musical reference. They were in dire straits this week. And so they had to do something. What I can't believe is that you and I can go from doing a show less than 48 hours ago where Baker Mayfield's not on a football team yeah. to where he's potentially starting tonight, 48 hours later as we do this show. That, that is astounding to me. We talk about playbooks and how convoluted it is and takes a year and new offensive coordinators for certain quarterbacks. We always give them passes because we say, well, you got to have a full year in the system. This guy's getting two days. Are we really putting Baker Mayfield in the best spot to succeed if he's going to start tonight? Well, look, if I'm Baker, I want an opportunity to go out there. You just got to make certain throws. I mean, if you've seen some of the throws Baker's made, Bryce Perkins is going, you're trying to tell me I really can't be the starter? Um, you know, but Perkins is the guy that I would have never thought would be on an NFL roster, maybe as a coach, but definitely not as a player. Yeah. The pride of uh, Charlottesville from UVA, uh, Bryce Perkins, but, uh, Kelly, you have an update here. This is what's been coming down today. So Wolford is expected to be a game time decision with the neck injury. Um, and according to Adam Schefter, if Wolford is not healthy enough to play, it is Baker Mayfield in line to start. So I, I, I'm with you. The Perkins, I, I, it's not like I was high on him entering the league, but still, you're telling me Baker uh, two days with the playbook is that is going to be that much better than Perkins? I, I don't really understand that part tonight. There has been some movement on the total on this game today, too. Uh, it was 43, 43 and a half, I believe, this morning, down to 42 and a half, 42 for this game right now. Well, I mean, Bryce Perkins has put up some gaudy numbers so far. He's been... Let's see here. Uh, 19 <laughs> for 34. Impressive. Just over 50%. He's the third stringer. What do we want out of Bryce Perkins? He's no yeah. Cooper Rush. Well, first of all, Cooper's the second stringer. Exactly. And, exactly. and also, look, I, I just He's never no thought. He's no Denunzio. Who's that? <laughs> uh, fast times? Exactly. There we go. Ben DiNucci. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. When you look at Bryce Perkins, if you watched him play at UVA like I did, you go, okay, this dude has no spot on a roster right. unless he's shifting positions. He's not a quarterback. And I get why they're potentially going with Baker here. But if you're Baker Mayfield, um, 
I don't know. You brought up a good question. Is he prepared to start on such short notice? How effective can he be? I would expect it to be a fairly bland or basic playbook for yeah. the Rams. Provides an advantage for the Raiders here who are coming on strong. Uh, I three know in a row. Raiders have won three straight now. Two, you know, two of the last three in overtime. Um, you know, look, I'm not ready to buy into this team. They've beaten some weaker opponents. The Chargers have been a below average team this year, considering what at least I thought they were going to be coming into the season. I think many people had similar expectations of them. It feels like in the AFC right now, it's a two and a half team race. It does. I'll say this. Look, I, I, I wasn't as brazen uh, to take the Raiders. I did take a feature play in the Raiders when they were two and seven. And I took the over five and a half wins. Uh, they've gone undefeated since I made that wager. It's my boys. Now, I'm not ready to make the plunge <laughs> to say that they're going to go ahead and make the playoffs. I'm not ready to go there. But if you look at the schedule, you're six and a half point favorites tonight. It's going to be a home game against the Rams. There's going to be more Raider fans there than Ram fans. I'm telling you that right now. Better wear some Kevlar. <laughs> That's a home game. And then you got the Patriots coming out here to the desert. That scare you? <laughs> then you got to go to Pittsburgh. All right. Man. They've won a couple in a row. Okay, the Niners here is going to be tough, and then the Chiefs will be tough. But you do have basically four home games, one true road game against the Steelers. It's not out of the realm of possibility that your Las Vegas Raiders could at least go 4-1 and one down the stretch, 9-8. and eight. Is that good enough to get you in the AFC? Well, my first question is, do you have any vodka in that coffee? Uh, <laughs> second question. I think 1-4 is a better chance than 4-1. First of all, oh, the, can <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs really need that football game. Yeah, I think they're the going to need The Patriots need that game. The Steelers are playing really well. Need you got and want and, and, and will do are different things. Come on. Completely, the Patriots, just because they need it, they're not going to beat the Raiders. Completely agree. By the way, I finally figured it out. It's not the Cowboys that gets Dave going. It only took me three months to realize that it's the Raiders it's the that Raiders. he's passionate about. Well, he's had these bets randomly throughout the season. He, he's their, he's his, uh, their betting team. His John, betting team. That's exactly right. It's like the Vikings are my betting team. That's right. That, like, like I, I won't bet on the Cowboys this week laying the 16, 16 and a half against the Texans. Because it's too it. high of a number. It's too high of a number. Number, right, but I will bet week to week on the Raiders because I don't have an emotional attachment to them. So, will you bet on or against the Cowboys? Uh, it's hard. I will not bet against the Cowboys. And by the way, this is—I don't know if it's a pro tip or not. But Dad said years ago, "Bet with your head, not with your heart." Right. So I can bet with my head with just about every other team in the league except the Cowboys. So what I can do for the Cowboys is future plays. That's why I got tickets at 7-1 after they lost Week One and Dak Prescott went down. I can do that, Amal, because it's almost like an emotional hedge. I'm going to tell you what I tell all these people that said they won't bet on their team. I'm sorry I missed you at the last owner's meeting at the Biltmore. <laughs> I'm like, give me a break. Are you kidding me? Jerry like, should give me steak. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I'm probably going to be on the dogs minus six and a half against uh, Ohio State. I think it's a pretty good number when you look at how dominant Georgia's been in the Georgia Dome. That's a home game for them. They put up 99 points in those two games against Oregon and against LSU so far this year. Look, for me, I, I get you might have an affinity for your team. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, our goal is to make money. No it, it doesn't make a difference what side of the ledger you come out on. All I'm saying is that I think if you have a team that you follow very closely, I think it's an advantage to bet on or against them because you probably know them better than you do other teams. Good point. So I, I think it helps you in terms of you go, well, this is a weakness that this team has. For example, I think if Ohio State tries to stop the run against Georgia, I think Stetson Bennett, who's been tremendous, has not gotten enough credit all year long, is going to be very effective moving the ball against Ohio State through the air. Um I just don't, you know, when I look at this Raiders schedule, mm -hmm. okay, let's assume they're going to win tonight. I believe they will win this game tonight. Me too. The, the Patriots game, 
Mac Jones looked good against the Vikings because the Vikings have as good of a pass defense as the Raiders do. Yep. Yeah, Raiders do struggle in the back four. The Steelers, we still know, have an elite defense. you got to go on the road there. San Francisco is going to be in a crucial spot uh, in terms of potentially the division. And then Kansas City, we already know, they're playing for everything, right? They don't have any margin for error because they still need Buffalo to lose one more game. Yeah, I mean, things could change, but yeah, Dave, I, I'm, I'll be rooting for your ticket, buddy. But yeah, I think that uh, I, if I had to choose right now, I'm going with exactly what Amal just says. They win tonight, and then it might be four L's right in a row. Now, remember, I did not play the Raiders to get to the postseason. I said I had not, I've not pulled the trigger on that. I did pull the, on five and a half, and just give me one. Just win one, baby. There you go. You, right you're home. a big fan tonight. This is big fan. I'm home free, Dave, baby. I thought I had a future in politics. You have one. You're, you're going to campaign for things you're not going to impact. <laughs> I said I was not ready to go on that limb yet and pull the trigger on Raiders Absolutely. to make the playoffs. But... If you look at the schedule, I think it could actually be doable. The problem is the Raiders need a lot of help, right? In all seriousness, to, to make the postseason here in the AFC, not only do they have to go at least 4-1 and one in this equation to get to 9-8, and eight, you're still going to be behind the eight ball of a couple other good teams. And we don't know what the Ravens are going to turn out to be here uh, without Lamar Jackson, but it'd be that type of scenario. Could the Ravens fall out of the playoff Did, picture for the for the Raiders to go into it? First of all, I want to correct one thing you said. Nine wins are not getting them in the postseason. That's, that's, they got to win question. ten games. Ooh. They've got to go five and zero. Oh. Well, look right now in terms of the wild card, the Bengals are a wild card team at that's eight right. and four. Miami's a wild card team at eight and four. The Jets are seven and five. I don't even know if enough teams are going to be playing other opponents where you could have the losses because the Jets are going to be in division for several games. Uh, Miami, similar situation. So you may not even be able to get these teams to have enough losses. So you could theoretically, remember, they're three, they're undefeated in the last three. They could theoretically go 8-0 and down the stretch, go 10-7 and from a 2-7 and start and not make the postseason. Then your division ticket's still live. <laughs> I try to speak that into existence. Got that at over 20 to 1. All right, much more to get to in this edition of Big Bets. Of course, Josh Avalon, Mike Pritchard. Stay tuned. Lots of NFL to get to. It is Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every single game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes and all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money, money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Let's get into a little... Hold or fire college bowl edition that we began yesterday and it was such a rousing success that we thought we'd continue it today with some of the other games of all that we have not gotten to yet. And really, people are going to talk about a game on December 23rd between Louisiana and H-Town. And that's because this exercise is trying to utilize a very valuable skill, which is which way do we think the numbers are going to move before you get to said kickoff to get the best of the number. Now, Cougs are favored by six against Louisiana. This total relatively high at 60 and a half. So again, projecting this far out, if you like the Cougs under a touchdown, Amal on a Thursday, hold or fire. You know, the hard thing for me to quantify in this game is how motivated is Houston. They're seven and five, didn't have the type of season that they anticipated having. Uh, Dana Holgerson, he's going to have to turn it around next year. This was not a particularly strong year for them. They get out of the blocks pretty strong. They beat UTSA by two at, mm-hmm. uh, on the road, I think that one was. Then they lose to Texas Tech. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I thought that was a neutral side game. Might have been, or it might have been in Lubbock. I don't remember. But this team got off to a fast start. And then afterwards, it's been kind of hit or miss with them, Dave. Not bad loss on the schedule. KU's been better than I think a lot of people thought. Tulane's had a great year. Um, you look at this team, SMU, they give up 77 to the Ponies. Uh, you know, so from that standpoint, it's been a little bit inconsistent. The Ragin' Cajun, the only game I saw them play this year was against Florida State, and they got absolutely crushed in that mm-hmm. one, 49-17. Didn't watch them much. Not going to play this game. 
I just don't have enough of a feel on this yep. one. So if you like it, I think it's a good number. If you like Houston, you can fire on it. If you like Louisiana, maybe wait and see if it goes up a little bit higher. If not, go the other way. Yeah, good advice there. Maybe hold there. If, if you can get to up to seven, if you like Louisiana, maybe hold is the way to go there, anticipating that money might come in on the favorite there in H-Town. Okay, Wake Forest against Mizzou. So I look at this number and I go, wow, feels low to me. But then I got to go for the Demon Deacons. What's that offense going to look like before we get to December 23rd with Sam Hartman and company here? So Mizzou's been one of those kind of up-and-down teams, almost beat Georgia. I mean, that still is one of the many, you know, almost forgotten shockers potentially of the year. There is some fight with misery, as you like to say, this year. Is there enough fight that you take the money line against Wake Forest? Yeah, You know, I'll tell you what I'm looking at in this game. I'm looking at the over. Um, I think Wake Forest is going to score some points. I think Misery is going to go through Wake Forest like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> that defense has been horrific all year long. Shouldn't change much getting into a bowl situation. I, um, you know, for me, this would be a higher scoring game. I don't want to back Wake in this one. Uh, but again, Missouri is a team I can't back either. Just inconsistent. Now, they played well in, against Arkansas in their final game of the year. But I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. I think you see a much more offensive situation. Uh, Wake seven and five, Missouri six and six. I think a good opportunity for both teams to be a little bit more of a take some risk gambler type of situation. And I think both teams should get into the thirties. All right, so th- that would be the go now. Is uh, the way to go is to fire on that total yeah. of sixty one right now because it's probably going to go up. Do we worry about? I, I don't look at Sam Hartman and go NFL quarterback, right? I mean, it just doesn't feel like he's a next level guy to the point that he would sit out a game like this. Cause that's always the fear here that if I wanted to back and over 61 today, we're assuming those offenses are going to be intact. Is there any danger in that? That it's funny. You said that that was one of the things I thought about. I don't think so simply because um, I think Hartman's a guy he's always competed. He's not that high of a level guy. I think he's going to be on roster because I like his accuracy, hmm. his mobility. I, he's not, a, he's not a starter in the NFL really ever except in an emergency situation, but I think he's got, he's going to be a guy that finds his way into a roster. Look, if guys like Colt McCoy and Chase Daniel can play in the league that long, Sam Hartman's got far more accuracy than those two guys. And to that to that end, it, it really would make sense for him to play yeah. in this game, right? Get another showcase opportunity. If you're not a made man on the draft boards here, you know, like a Will Levis, that's why he's not going to play for Kentucky. For Sam Hartman, it actually would behoove him to play in this game and play well. So I'm going to go with you and fire in that 61 on that total today. Uh, let's get to a game on Saturday, December 24th, Middle Tennessee against San Diego State. And, you know, you look at SDSU and Brady Hoke and company, it felt like they really kind of turned a corner as this year went on. I don't know if it was the quarterback change or why all of a sudden it felt like the Aztecs played better football, but they did. And they actually showed some signs of life offensively. Now you got Middle Tennessee here. Would you lay the seven with SDSU here as we sit on a Thursday a couple weeks away? You know, I'm very cautious to lay points with San Diego State. This offense is anemic, but I think defensively they should be fine in this game. They really should dominate. Uh, this Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders team has just not been particularly good. Uh, Cunningham's been solid, but he can turn the ball over at times. I, I look at the Aztecs offense. This is the kind of game, though, Brady Hoke's team should really be able to dominate the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, you've had technically you know, four guys play under center for this team throughout the course of the season. Just don't really like them. They're usually a run-reliant team. Uh they just haven't had anybody really step up and emerge. Um, stay away spot here. The only good thing is you're going to be in the islands. This should be a lot of fun trip for both teams, but not a play here for me in this game. The it's, easy post Hawaii bowl. What's oh, that? The easy post Hawaii bowl. The easy Dave, you post. You got away from your, your from your, uh, I know. your sponsor of the bowl. I'm, I'm sorry. The easy post Hawaii bowl. Yeah. What the hell does I, that mean? 
I, I don't know. This should be a guess every time of what, what is the company? Yes. What's, what's Easy, Easy Post? Post? No idea. I, I'm sure the fine people of Easy Post are going to put on a hell of a show. I just don't know what your product is. I, Easy I, Post Hawaii Bowl. I, I love working with Ross, man. This guy, <laughs> this guy's got a future. Chief of staff, man. Everybody's <laughs> got to acquiesce. I, they're fine folks. The fine you folks at the Easy. How post. do you know they're fine folks? They might be, <laughs> might be going. Hey, they're giving us a bowl game in Hawaii. <laughs> they are the the complete shipping solution company. Ah, still see, still if you need shipping, Amal Shaw, you go to Easy Post. I, well, I used to go to DHL, but they're no longer around domestically. Are they and, gone? Uh, DHL domestically, gone? domestically, oh. yeah. Right. Well, again, I'm sure the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl would be a ton of fun. But I, 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 one, one, I've never been to Hawaii, so I'm slightly jealous that Easy Post does not sponsor you, this you, show to take us there. Yeah, I, well, that's fair, but I have to tell you right now, before you take a vacation back to the 757, get on a plane to Honolulu. Really? Oh, it's beautiful. That good. And the best, you know, the best part is you don't leave the states. That's the best part. That's true. Uh, Kelly, the reason why I'm not reading out the names because they don't have them on my sheet. Oh, you want me to help you? Yeah. Next up, the Quick Lane Bowl. The Quick Lane Bowl. That's that's the that, automotive that's, services. Yes, that's got to be like Jiffy Lube, like a knockoff. Monday, December 26th, the Quick Lane Bowl, New Mexico State versus Vol- Bowling Green. Where's the uh, game being played at? Uh, it, Ford Field in Detroit. Okay. so where oh, That makes sense. Right. You automotive. Okay, there we go. All right, so we got two and a half for Bowling Green in the Quick Lane Bowl. Uh, New Mexico State getting that. We always talk about these totals, or yeah. excuse me, these sides, if they're under three, and you like the dog to go money line. Would this be a spot here for New Mexico State to go money line, or would you lay it with Bowling Green? Um, you know, first of all, I'm not side, sure which side I would take in this game, but you're, you're absolutely right. I, uh, if you like NMSU, play the money line here. This is going to be an interesting matchup in terms of Bowling Green's offense against NMSU's defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Aggies are pretty solid defensively, particularly against the pass. Uh, even did a nice job against the run this year, so that's something I would pay attention to. Uh, in terms of where they're at. But for me, going to kind of stay away from this game. You mentioned the, the clash of styles here for offense versus defense. That total feels low mm-hmm. at 47 and a half. Maybe agree. For that same reason that you're, you're winning to. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, too. In bowl games and all, you think coaches, it's a bowl game. Let's have some fun. Let's take some more shots, right? That we won't play our traditional conservative style. If, if that's kind of what we're known for, why not open up the playbook? Because it does feel like it to some degree – some of these bowl games, all feel like spring practices. I would agree with you, and I'll tell you, playing in Ford Field will help in terms of if you're looking at totals, the yeah. uh, location's going to be important. If the game's in Florida, check potential weather approaching a couple days out because you could always have an afternoon sun shower. Uh, but in uh, Ford Field, none of that's going to be a factor. Kelly Vinland? The Camellia, Camellia, check your pronunciation bowl, Camellia Bowl, Georgia Southern versus Buffalo, this in – the Crampton Bowl, Montgomery, Alabama. So one of the XFL sites, I believe. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, it's got to be the Camellia Bowl, doesn't it? It was the Crampton Bowl. The what? The Crampton Bowl. Crampton Bowl's the stadium, apparently. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, State Stadium. We don't okay. even know. At Montgomery, the bowl Alabama. The... the bowl game title is the Camellia Bowl or Camellia Bowl. What, 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 what is Camellia? What is that? What do they do? C A M E L L I A. Camellia. Isn't that a flower? I don't know, man. Let me look up. Dude, this is amazing. They spent buku bucks to have these okay. games, and we don't know what your it product is. It is a flower. Is. It's you a flower. It. Okay, as a French speaker, I want to correct all Americans who say buku. Uh, boku. Boku. They spent buku <laughs> bucks. That one irritates the hell out of me. People. I didn't mean to pick on Ross. He just happened to bring it up. I did. But is the what? We're, we're sponsoring a flower? I didn't know that, Amal. I'm glad you just did that. I just, I just learned something. Yeah, I always say buku. Uh, it's too. not merci buku. <laughs> right? It's merci beaucoup. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've been to France once. They lost my dog there at the airport. Okay? What? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're going to have to hold oh, things on the story. chameleon bowl until we get the story. <laughs> oh, well. They lost your dog in France? Oh, yeah. If you want to see an angry American running around the, uh, uh, the, the airport Charles there, de Gaulle in Paris? You should, yeah, you should have seen my father running around uh, yelling at poor French people in the airport about the dog being lost back in the day. First of all, that's either a great book title or movie title. They lost my dog in France. I would read that. If I saw it anywhere, I'd pick up that book and go, I got to read this. Sounds like straight to video. <laughs> More older fire. We'll try to figure out who's sponsoring these bowls when you come back with us here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the show. This segment of Eason Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients. It's to completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. This product does contain nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We roll on this edition of Big Bets, kind of a fun segment that we're trying to do in all seriousness. We are trying to find you value here in these bowl games weeks in advance so we can be anticipatory of where we think those numbers might move because they're going to move people and they're going to move a lot before we get to these games. But we will, in full disclosure, admit that we don't know a lot of these sponsors for these bowl games. And technically, we're supposed to give them their due. So we want to, because they're spending the money timeout on these bowl games. So it would be irresponsible of me and Amal Shaw <laughs> not to give the product placement, like the Camellia Bowl. I'm going to exercise one of my three timeouts here. First of all, they don't pay us anything. When I, when I used to cover the Mavericks, we'd do live updates at the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, we go to Amal Shaw at the American Airlines Center. I'd always, I stole Randy Galloway's line, and I always say from the arena in downtown Dallas. Amer- I give an American Airlines so much money. Mm-hmm. It is insanity. They haven't given me much back. So the Camellia Bowl. <laughs> this is strengthening your argument, by the way, that he should be running for office. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got both sides covered, man. Absolutely. No, but you know what? The reason why I'm going to get elected because I'm going to speak the truth. I'm not sitting there waffling I'm, on both sides of the fence. I'm not sitting there. It's the old Jeff Johnson <laughs> line from the distinguished gentleman. You can take money from this guy or you can take money from this guy. That's not me. I'm just going to be straight down and tell you how it is. So the fine people at the Camellia Bowl, Kelly Bedwin. What do they do? Do we know? <laughs> Yeah, what do they do? Uh, Raycom sponsor. Raycom. Raycom. Okay. So it's, it's just a media company using using a flower for their book. Raycom. Still, are they still in low def? <laughs> I, I you know what I'm talking about. The Je- Jefferson like, Pilot Raycom yes, Saturday that's, afternoon. That's big and Wes, du- Wes Dunham on yes. the call. Love Wes on the call. Oh, I used to watch them all the time. College basketball back in the day in uh, in the 757. By the way, do yourself a favor. If you want to laugh, go on YouTube and uh, go, uh, just check out the Ron Cherry uh, penalty call in the NC State. I think it was the NC State Maryland game. Oh. One of the greatest lines of all time. On Raycom? Yeah. Okay. So the fine people of Raycom are putting on the Camellia Bowl. That is Georgia Southern against Buffalo. Yeah. You ready for next up? Oh. On Holder Fire Bowl Game Edition, it's the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Oh, hold on. Can we talk about the other game first? Oh, I thought you did already. When we really didn't. Oh, we just talked about <laughs> didn't. the Didn't. All we did was talk about the sponsors. <laughs> so, wait, very quickly, Kelly, before we go on to the next one. So Buffalo is getting three and a half against Georgia Southern. That total, whoa, 67 
and a half at the Camellia Bowl. Well, listen, both teams' quarterbacks have aired it out this year. Uh, Van Treese for Georgia Southern has got 15 interceptions, the one area of concern. Snyder's been effective and efficient for Buffalo. Going to stay away from this spot, but i got to tell you, this feels like an in-game opportunity if the game gets off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I would say, again, check the weather in Montgomery in case it's cold in Alabama at that time. But if you've got decent weather, I think this could be an offensive game because Buffalo hasn't stopped too many people, but they have the capability of moving the football. Very quickly to that point for the in-game opportunities. If you see, what, seven-minute mark, we haven't had a touchdown yet in the first. What theoretically do we think the number would be playable at if it dips? Let's say it's 3 nothing, seven minutes in. Yeah, uh, 3 nothing, seven minutes 60. in. 60? Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to come down that much. I think it will still be over 63 and a half, depending on, you know, where the other team has got, the, who's got the ball, where they're right. at in this situation. Also down in distance. Um you know, so it's not a blind fire for you because if it's a slow start, if it's three nothing, because you want to make sure it's still a playable spot, depending on where that next team starting that drive was, say seven minutes ago. Correct, but more about the number, Dave. Right, like sixty-seven and a half. So you're talking about nine scores and two field goals oh, in essence. Right. Um, I'm looking at more if you get this thing under, you know, sixty-two and a half. Anything below that, especially if you get into the fifty-eight and a half range. So let's say it's a slow starting first quarter. You're looking at an average of seventeen points per quarter here. So now, all of a sudden, let's say it's uh, 3 nothing as you alluded to, at the end of one. You're going to see a number in the mid-50s, I think you can easily get there. All right, so again, probably the, the idea there is with that high total of 67.5 hold, maybe wait in-game there, see how that first quarter, first you know half of the first quarter plays out, you might be, a, be able to get a better number. Kelly, this is a lot of fun. Now, sir, tell us the next bowl, and before you tell us who sponsors it, We'll try to guess what the sponsor is. All right. This is Memphis versus Utah State okay. in the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Oh, what do we think? Fort Worth, G- Texas. Wait, at surf? Gerald J. Ford Stadium oh, SMU. in Dallas. Okay, they used to play at Amon Carter. Now it's on the hilltop. They are. It's a, first, pro. It's a first responders type. Right, first responders. So we, medical. We're going, I have no right, idea. We're going medical, but Serve Pro is throwing me off a little bit. What's the answer? The answer is ServPro is a franchisor of fire and water cleanup and restoration franchises in the U.S. and Canada. That sounds like a worthwhile so let's call, bowl. Well, let's pray and hope you never have to call them. <laughs> we don't want to have to yes. call them. Right? I mean, come on. Yes. But they are there in case you need them. They're laying seven. Memphis against Utah State in this one. Another high total here, 62 and a half. What do you make of the Tigers and Utah State here? Again, right at that uh, touchdown demarcation line. Yeah, absolutely. What's going to be interesting to me is Utah State gets blown out in their final game against Boise uh, in that one. Mm-hmm. You saw Lagasse under center there, uh, Cooper. He did a decent job throughout the course of the season. Uh, you saw Logan Bonner play for these guys. Inconsistency at the quarterback position for them. Uh, to me, Memphis, this is a team with offensive fireworks capabilities, but are they going to put it together? They've been inconsistent at times. Defensively, not necessarily a great team. Hennigan's been solid for them under court, uh, under center. So I feel like Memphis is the play here laying the seven. But again, look, Dave, I got, I got to tell you, a lot of these smaller conferences this year, I just didn't pay as much attention sure. to them. Just not as – the quality of play wasn't there. So for me, it's going to be a pass. And I, I know I've passed on a lot of the games we've talked about today, but – I'm not going to give you a game I haven't played, and to me, this would be a hold from either side unless you have a strong opinion on one side or the other. By the way, that's part of the exercise, America, is that if Mahal Shaw isn't willing to hop in here uh, a couple weeks away, then probably you shouldn't either. That's kind of the idea. But again, that's number seven for Memphis. If you said, if you kind of lent, uh, leaned Memphis's way, would you be concerned that if you don't fire on the Memphis seven a day, that it goes over that, that critical number up to seven and a half? It could, but I, I'm going to tell you, if you look at it, and I go through this every Sunday on the spread. 
you, it's about picking the winner. Yeah. You know, college basketball, you have a 22-point line. Okay, may not come into play. But yesterday, Tennessee against Eastern Kentucky, they're laying 24-and-a-half, struggling first half. They outscore them by 24 in the second half. There's so many games, if you could just determine who you believe is going to win the basketball game or the football game they're going to cover, we see this consistently in the NFL. Um, there's very few games where it comes into play. And mm. I, so I personally, I'm not a guy. You're trying to find that winner. That's exactly. If I, if I like a particular side, I'm, I don't get as scared mm-hmm. as playing a six and a half, seven, seven and a half in many spots. Look, you're going to get burned every once in a while. Yep. I still go back to the Oklahoma State A&M game. Gerard Johnson was the quarterback back then. They, I, there was a plus three on the road at, um, at Stillwater. I took A&M money line. They end up losing by 338-35. And I thought A&M was the right side of the game to bet before the game. They didn't win the game. And so, you know, you're like, I wish I'd taken the points. There's going to be a few of those. But for the most part, Dave, if you could say, I believe this team's going to win, you're going to win the game. And, you know, think about some of the games where you look at in terms of where it plays out and, and you see it constantly in college basketball. So just a couple of quick examples real quick. Um, New Hampshire against Boston College the other night. New Hampshire's catching 15 up at Connie Forum. Mm-hmm. They win the game outright in overtime. Um, Furman, I, I think they – I forgot who they were playing right now. Just off the top of my head, I'm sorry. They're a nine-point favorite, lose the game outright at home. Yeah, so a lot of times, again, what Amal's getting to here is identify the winner. So yeah. if you really like Memphis, let's say, uh, in that bowl game, the Surf Pro Bowl, then you might want to think about leaning towards Memphis, even if the number does change before we get there, because that is kind of half of the battle. Kelly Bidlin, what is the next bowl game, sir? Next up, Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. This one played at Protective Life Stadium in, of course, Birmingham, Alabama. Well, the Ticket Smart Bowl, we already know this has got Taylor Swift written all over it. There's a big controversy (laughs) recently about Swifties not being able to get tickets. I don't know if it's Ticketmaster or one of those services. So I'm sure that the Ticket Smart Bowl they're going to be able to ticket figure ticket smarter. Ticket smarter. So it's even closer ticket. to ticket master. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. It's just smarter. You're going to be able to get those tickets, and we won't have the catastrophe that all the uh, Swifties had out there. So East Carolina's laying 11 against Coastal. Coastal's had quarterback issues, uh, injury issues here. Boy, it feels like a big number to me, though. Uh, what do you make of the Pirates here laying the 11? Yeah, I think when you look at you brought up a good point here, Dave. When you look at the fact that the Shanta clears from Conway in South Carolina, East Carolina there in Greenville, this would be a little bit more of a competitive game. Uh, I've loved Holt Nailers. I, I love the job he's done all year long. They should have beaten NC State in the first game of the year. Unfortunately, came up a little bit short. They've had a good year. Uh, but to me, this is going to be an interesting game uh, in terms of the matchup. The one concern I have when you look at ECU is the injuries you brought up. I think uh, Grayson McCall is going to be back under center. Uh, I would confirm that before you make a play on yep. this one if you're going to take this team. He did play in the final game of the year, so I expect him to be back there and playing against uh, ECU here. I-, I like Coastal in the 11 here. I think it's a few too many points. Yep. I think East Carolina just contradicts what I just said. Uh, <laughs> but I think ECU wins the game. But I think 11 is going to be a bit of a high number there. Yeah, I'm with you on the quarterback situation. Make sure that Coastal has got their stud back there at quarterback if you really want to take those 11 points. Very quickly, if Ticket Smarter offered you free tickets to Swifty, would you go? No. You you would turn down free tickets to Taylor Swift. Well, what time? What day of the week? What else is Did, going uh, on? Let me, let me you know what people are paying for Swifty tickets I, on the open I'm market? I'm going to tell you one thing, and this should tell you everything. Last year for the Super Bowl, I got a call from a friend of mine. He's like, hey, you going to come? I got my suite. Uh Bengals, Rams, I said, I said, this is what I said to him. He's one of my close friends. I said, dude, why are you even, is this what you called me for? You already know the answer. You probably said, shake it off, shake it off. We're back. Going to ship up to Boston with Josh Applebaum next on Big Bets.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook here, calling all soccer fans to lace them up and get those cleats on with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day. Receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers is all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It is a whole new ball game. We want to give it out a pro tip for our number one. It kind of comes at my expense, but it's actually really good advice. If you have a team that you are attached to, 
which means that you probably follow them very, very closely. It should actually give you an advantage betting on or against said team. So don't be scared, me. If it's your team, you should be able to utilize that information knowing your team better than others, whether or not you're getting the best of the number, either pro or against. It really is actually, in all honesty, really good advice. I just think it's a lot easier. You know a team that you follow, their strengths and weaknesses. It's much easier to gauge, hey, this is a team they don't match up well with. There's something in play here. You know, it's like going back to the Michigan play earlier this year when they were plus 420 over 11 and a half wins. Everybody had kind of given a blanket statement they expected Ohio State to beat Michigan. I didn't understand why. Mm-hmm. And I thought Michigan coming in this season over nine and a half wins was a great play. And I thought this team had an opportunity to go 12 and 0 during the regular season. And we see them go into Columbus and beat them 28 3 in the second half. So I think you can't be fearful of that. Look, I would put it this way if you just do this, you know, for fun on the weekend, Hey, God bless you. Bet 100 games, bet one game, bet on or against your team, whatever. Don't do it. That's up right. to you. But if you're going to do it seriously, I think like most people like to, then I think you have to take out of the equation your team, my team. There's none of that. That's right. I, I mean, the reality of it is you look at certain situations and you've got to be able to bet on a team or bet against them just as you would any other team that you have no allegiance or affiliation or affinity for. Again, leading up to that Ohio State-Michigan game, we were in text conversations, certainly for the show as well. You were the one, one of the people, even though you have an affinity for Ohio State, saying, I give Michigan a real chance to win this game. Yeah. Like, forget about the number. Again, pick yeah. a winner. And you're like, Michigan has a real good shot of winning this game. So that is uh, proof is in the pudding right there. So, again, you can access these pro tips up to 20 a day across the VEASAN spectrum as a VEASAN pro subscriber. You can get them. Uh, when you go to VEASAN.com, you can sort them out by show and or by sport. Another guy who knows his area very, very well and always gets the best of the number. He is Josh Applebaum. You can check him out on Morning Bets each and every morning when you wake up, have your coffee, and take a listen to that podcast. And also, uh, he does Market Insights. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore Insights. Josh, that conversation Amal and I were just having, right? And I say it tongue-in-cheek because I'm a big Cowboy fan. I don't like to bet against, quote-unquote, my team. You're there in Boston. You've got a good, really good read, obviously, even a better read than most, say, on the, the Bees or the Celtics or, or the Patriots. Do you use that knowledge to your advantage when you see those numbers maybe outside of Boston that doesn't know those teams as well as you do? Absolutely, David and Ball. It's great to be with you. And I love your pro tip for today. I'll give you a perfect example from last night. I'm a Boston Celtics guy, born and raised in Massachusetts. I've been living in Boston right since I graduated from college. And I watch the Celtics every single day. And I'll give you a perfect example from last night in terms of knowing your team and knowing the position they're in. And maybe the market, and you guys know me, I'm a big guy where I want to be with the line move. I want to beat the closing line. But last night was a perfect example in terms of the Celtics at the Phoenix Suns. The Celtics actually opened that game minus one. They got up to minus one and a half. I money lined them when they were at minus one and a half. And then what happened, we saw Chris Paul Graded a probable. Al Horford was out. That line flipped all the way to the Phoenix Suns, minus one and a half, minus two, even some minus two and a half there. So I had a lot of people blow me up on Twitter saying, hey, are you going to stick with your Celtics bet? Are you going to bet the other side? Are you going to buy it out? What are you going to do? This isn't good. The line's going to Suns when we're holding a money line ticket on the Celtics. But I'm a big proponent, guys, of dancing with the one who brung you. So to me, it was, <laughs> I'm sticking with Boston. I know I'm not beating the closing line. And again, that's something that I always want to do. But in certain situations, knowing your team, knowing the way they perform to me it was even though the market may be going toward the suns which scared me a bit 
The Celtics, as long as they have Tatum and Brown healthy, and they've been rolling across the league all year long, the system that I leaned on was it wasn't a sharp bet, but to me it was always a value bet, getting a great team, best team in the league, at pretty much a pick'em type number. So in that situation, my knowledge of Boston and watching this team play, and by the way, when they were uh, before they flipped to a dog, Celtics, when they were a, a favorite of five or less, I think they were 7-2 and two against the spread. Even using previous knowledge, the Celtics played the Raptors just a few days earlier. Same thing happened. Boston was on the second leg of a back-to-back. They opened like minus one minus two it flipped to Raptors as a short favorite what happened the Celtics rolled so again I think if you get beat by the closing line long term you're going to be a losing better but if you know your team you know the spot that they're in to me that was even though the line flipped to Suns which I didn't like seeing it was always sticking with Boston there and obviously when you're up by 40 in the fourth quarter you're feeling pretty good about that one in the end yeah you get a nice cash on that ticket last night Josh I think feel like today's show is directed at yours truly in a lot of ways because we look at Army Navy right and I believe Army was they were 10-point favorites in the summertime when this line came out. And now as we sit here, the Navy is favored by two and a half. Josh, as a Marine, this is one of the few days I get to root for the Navy passionately against Army. So I'm going to try to take my prejudice and pride out of this. We're not getting the best of the number if you're going with Navy here because, again, it's almost 12 and a half points away from what the opening line was this summer. What do you make of this, this always important matchup uh, this year between Army and Navy? So Dave, off, Dave, first off, thank you for your service, my man. And I'm going to give you something to get excited about. I'm going Navy on the money line here. I know you're not getting the best of it. Uh, but again, to me, I operate on two basic premises when I'm betting on sports. I want to be against the public. I want to be with the smart money. And if you can find games that fit that model, to me, that's where I want to be. So just in terms of the smart money and where it's going, it's all toward Navy here, guys. You actually open, uh, you know, Army laying, what, one and a half here early. Immediately got down to one, then a pick them, then it hopped the fence to minus one Navy. Now it's up to minus two and a half Navy. And as we're getting closer to the game, guys, that two and a half, I see at least a couple shops, minus two and a half, minus 115. Like it may even get to the key number of minus three. So I think as a better, if you say to yourself, hey, I've identified a sharp move dog to fave toward Navy, but I'm not comfortable betting it now because I'm getting the worst of it. That's fine. I respect you. I think that's a great way to approach betting. If you're not getting the good number, nothing wrong with laying off. But I want to be with this sharp move. I'm not going to mess around with the points. Obviously, these are teams that maybe not the greatest field goal kickers mm-hmm. or extra points, and it's going to be a low-scoring game. But that dog-to-fave move, and this what I what I would classify same sort of thing as the Raiders uh, in your neck of the woods, guys, against the Chargers. That was the same thing, dog-to-fave, where Chargers last Sunday were minus three, flipped to Raiders two and a half. Raiders cover the number. That was a money line play for me. So I'm willing to pay a little bit more juice to just ensure the fact that, hey, I'm on the right side. I'll pay a little more of a price, but I don't want to get, you know, maybe Navy wins, you know, 17-16 or something like that. They don't cover the two and a half, but you're able to cover the money line. So to me, this is go with the sharp move, go with Navy. I'm paying the extra juice, but I'm okay with that, knowing I'm on the sharp side. Then obviously, guys, I'm going under here. I took the under 33. Wow. We're, down, we're down to 32. I know this is going to give me a lot of heartburn here, Dave, but 16-0 uh, <laughs> to the under the last 16. I'm getting a lot of tweets saying, hey, if you look at the uh, results of the last few games, it technically would have gone over this number which again scares me and at some point it's probably going to go over in this matchup but what has the market done we actually opened like 34 33 and a half now you're down to 32 and a half i did see it get down to 32 yesterday at some shops and it looked like there was some buyback over 32 bringing it up to 32 and a half but you know this dave teams that you know practice against the run run mm. the ball a ton chew up the clock i'm going money line navy and i'm on the under 33 here well, four of the last five have stayed under this total of 32 that we're currently at. And I think there's still margin if you want to play it at the 32 because maybe a two-point conversion comes into play. And Josh brought up a great point earlier, which is neither team is generally strong in the kicking game. 
Um, this should be a fun game. Uh, by the way, just curious if either of you guys know this. Why is this game played in Philadelphia? I get the game in Baltimore for Annapolis. <laughs> yeah. uh, can't play this one at Yankee Stadium or somewhere in New York, a little bit closer to West Point? They, they've moved around, but it wasn't Annapolis for a while, and it seems like it, it's stuck in Philadelphia. The presidents always go there, which I think is a real cool thing each and every year. It's one of those bucket list things that I've never attended, yeah. but everybody says you have to attend it. Uh, very quickly, Josh, because we only have a couple more minutes to go. I do want to get to one other game. Uh, the Buccaneers and the 49ers. The Buccaneers somehow have won two games this year with Tom Brady in the final two minutes against the Rams and then against the Saints last week that they had no business winning. Now they're going on the road to San Francisco. Brock Purdy is inserted into that starting lineup. They're a, a pretty sizable favorite here. About four, four and a half is what I've seen here. Uh, what do you make of that game, and do we expect more miracles from Tom Brady? We shall see. You always got to be ready. And I've watched this my whole life with Brady and the Pats, you know, being down six points, three points with two minutes left. Talk about the ultimate live line opportunity. You saw it happen, obviously, last week against the Saints. But it's really interesting, guys. I'm I'm taking the Buccaneers here, plus three and a half. We're showing three on our board, but there are a lot of three and a halves out there that are juiced up toward Tampa Bay. So when I saw that line move initially, like we opened as high as 49ers laying six and a half, mm -hmm. immediately got down to three and a half, uh, really juiced up. We're showing three, but I still think if you like Tampa Bay, you can find a hook out there. But it's kind of a role reversal because if you look at the way this line has moved, where it opened and how it moved, it's kind of the flip, the opposite of that Saints-Bucks game uh, for, in primetime, where at that game you had Bucks six and a half down to three and a half juiced up, and you had the Saints cover that number. So a couple things to look out for, guys. Brady is contrarian in this spot. Public is still on the 49ers, even though it's Purdy uh, versus Brady. You think you tip your cap to Brady in that matchup against the you know seventh-round Mr. Irrelevant here, but still a great defense, good offensive weapons. But I see a tight game here where the, the hook could be meaningful. You fall in this line toward Brady. Guys, Shanahan has a favorite, just 20 and 28 ATS. He only covers 42% of the time. Give me Brady in the hook. But his primetime unders, Josh Appbaum, they've been cashing week after week after week. Josh, great stuff as always. Again, get up uh, in the morning here, listen to Morning Bets with Josh each and every day. We appreciate your insights as always. When we come back, we're going to talk some more circa millions and see uh, who's going to get some of those millions. Come on back. It's Big Bets on Decent, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.